0: I think this is the army where you shoot them a mile away? You gotta get up close like this. Bada-bing! You blow their brains all over your nice cyber League suit. You're <laughs> like <laughs> <Will I pick? laughs> <That> a <laughs> Was it over when the Germans bombed Pearl Harbor? Hell no! Sherman?
1: Forget it, he's rolling. <laughs> Learn it. Know it. Live it.
2: Are you running a business or a charity? They war? <laughs> Leave the gun. Take the cannoli. Uh,
3: Yankees win! Pull over! No, it's a
0: cardigan, but thanks for noticing. Are you a part of that, fine. Highlight. The lines
3: fine. Clance on, the telephones are ringing. Overload mode in the 21st century. Driving home with my hand on the cell phone.
0: This is at five. Uh, Oh, light you know at what at I forgot five. to do? Light oh, jeepers. Anyway, I'll do it in a little bit. Maybe our friends at News Junkie have, have a picture of you. Uh, In-studio guest today, and my microphone won't cooperate. This is what I deal with. Now that Jeff has come back, i got to readjust the microphone. Anyway, uh, the uh, someone related to the other host that sat in for the Hotline show in recent uh, weeks and or months is in the studio. Uh, Millie Smith, uh, a school board uh, candidate Uh, a physician's assistant, a kung fu expert, a businesswoman uh, uh, from Corona Queens, if I'm not mistaken, uh, is in the studio to talk about. There's so many things, Millie, you and I can talk about. Obviously, we're here uh, to talk about your can rather. Excuse me. Step up to the microphone, just to see what the, I know you got, I know you have the vocal cords to do this, Okay. but school board, uh, you're you're running and and, and petitions and all that stuff are within the next couple of weeks.
1: Yeah, they're due April 26th.
0: So needless to say, I think anyone that knows anything about politics these days is that you are the wife to the mayor, Mayor Jeff Smith. Correct. And you are Watertown's first lady, essentially. I am. Uh, I don't know if it's ever been, I don't know if Mabel Walker was ever referred that way. But you are.
1: I think Mabel was referred to. Was she? Okay.
0: Uh, because there was a long span there, other than Joe Butler and senior and junior, we, they, they were the first ladies. Correct, wives, correct. Pr- 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 okay, gotcha. Mm-hmm. But beyond that, we know you, you're you the, and don't take this in the wrong way, don't bite me when I say okay. this. <laughs> you are the Hillary Clinton of of, uh, of first ladies, <laughs> uh, in that you are not just another, you have been very active because of your businesses. We'll talk about your son's business, that the family's involved with down in Mansville. But uh, med has been in operation since spring of 2007. Six, if I'm not correct. mistaken. Correct. And uh, you know, you've been flipping houses, uh doing all uh, other things I'd never heard of, but somehow or other you now have enough time to be on the school board of of Watertown, New York. And you've been outspoken about a lot of things that happen to be on News Junkie on a semi regular basis. Correct. So you ran before, is that correct?
1: Yes I did. But Two you years ran ago.
0: And during COVID. During so during was...
1: COVID, yeah. It was it's it was a bizarre and the climate was really um different back then. Right. I mean I didn't have to get petitions. I just had to say that I wanted to run. Mm-hmm. Um, you had to drop your ballots at the school. The administration at the school actually counted the ballots mm. themselves and they revealed the results. And I ran against two incumbents. Okay. And, you know, as everyone knows, it's very difficult to defeat incumbents. Sure. Um, and they were well liked by the teachers union. The mm-hmm. teachers union at the Watertown City School District is pretty strong. Mm-hmm. So whoever they usually, whoever they endorse are usually the people that win.
0: Okay. So in, es- in essence, the union essentially rags the tail when it comes to whoever is, is chosen. E- that, in that seems capacity. to be
1: what happens. Yes.
0: Okay. But two years later, or not even less, a little more than a year later. And again, I don't want to get into this because the superintendent leaves. And the superintendent leaves under circumstances that has been discussed right here, yes. both on the hotline show and here, uh, from something that happened last year. We won't labor on this because I don't want to go in that direction entirely because you're here for many reasons. But there was a week dedicated to this whole new you know, push in America yes. that a lot of parents were upset with. I talk about that only because I always feel that that is the. I could be completely wrong, and if I am, I'm dis. I'm being disrespectful to the past superintendent. What's her name? I'm sorry. Her um, name Patty LaBar. Patty LaBar, who was excellent to the community, has been a superintendent forever and so forth. But then she leaves, leaving a big vacation You know, uh, uh, vacating, of course, that position right yes. after this thing of last year. Yes. Uh, and then it's an eight-month search for a superintendent. And again, I'm just being transparent because we talk about this sure. in recent months right here. And then we find out, of course, through News Junkie and other sources, that what was a $130,000 offer, I'm assuming LaBar was probably in that area uh, when she was the superintendent for a long period of time. But yet, now we've moved into the 21st century. Now it starts at one thirty, and we don't get enough candidates. Correct. And you got out. You, you questioned that. What, what
1: say you about when that happened? So, I didn't necessarily question it. What happened was the position was posted at 130000 and we really didn't get enough qualified candidates there was only one candidate that was really qualified mm-hmm. and our board president and I supported this uh, idea is that he felt that the community deserved to be given more than one more candidate. options more options I agree so and that I think that was a good call on the board's part and so they uh, sent a second search and they got together and if you really look around the other school districts, the salary of 130 is really low.
0: Okay, gotcha. It's
1: not a competitive salary. For a superintendent. For a superintendent, okay. especially at the our size of our school district. Okay. So they decided that they were going to bump the salary up to 190,000. Nice. And I support Big jump. that. Yeah, yep. Yeah. And, and we did get some really good candidates. Mm-hmm. Um, the first candidate that qualified during the first round actually made it to the second round as well. Um, and so then we were left, we whittled it down. They whittled it down to three candidates and then, Recently, they selected one of those candidates, and they
0: selected one of those candidates. Okay, uh, and and again, I, I stirred up the pot and so forth because with a little a one kilowatt uh, radio station and uh, <laughs> uh, here on AM twelve forty and a very uh, non judgmental town, some people approached me and said, "It seems like the choice is is clearly left of center." And I said, "Well, why is that?" I said, "Well, they sent pictures of screenshots with uh, the new superintendent's his name, Correct. excuse me,
1: Mister Larry Doctor Larry Schmiegel uh,
0: Schmiegel, uh, what from Milwaukee? No, it's another show altogether, uh, <laughs> is, uh, is uh, his allegiance at least. Uh, and again, we, we, yes. I wear my politics on my sleeve every time I open up this, this, this microphone every day. Sure. So I'm definitely right of center. But from the uh, icons on his Facebook, which people can easily see if you're a sure. friend, sometimes you, those things are restricted unless you have, you know, whichever. But I I, ha- I was privy to the fact that, you know, he's wearing his politics on his, on his sleeve, the Correct. expression. Correct. But a lot of people do that on Facebook. And it raised my eyebrows and others because, sure. wow, we just had last June and this is a conservative area and you know we're watching what's seeing what Randy Weingarden's talking about we're seeing this movement with uh, Mulvaney uh, we see this whole push and yet you know some people might say well we're Rockefeller Republicans up here we're not that far right center this is a conservative area yes it so, is. so then I, I you know through my sources and so forth some people said if they had known that that you know that might have been a different decision in the whole process but it comes down to one thing you can't go into someone's you know and look into someone's you know politics. Correct. Correct. You just have to look at their credentials. Correct. And this this new superintendent met all those credentials. That's required. That the the board members really really appreciated.
1: Correct. So our school board decided he absolutely met the credentials, which is yeah. why he was one of the finalists. Mm-hmm. And our school board, I think their entire um, premise was they wanted to give the school, uh, the district, a fresh start. And their entire premise was that this fella from down south, Mm -hmm. you know, has some connections from Syracuse. He is from the Syracuse area, but really has worked more down south. And they felt that he would bring a... New perspective, a fresh perspective, and just kind of starting on a clean slate, okay. you know, and there's ideologies on both of those concepts. Like sure. That was their perception. And you have to respect that. Thing. Right. They knew they had more of the information mm-hmm. than the community. I think they did a great job in doing all of these stakeholder sessions. Right, we right, were right. all allowed to go in. I sure. went to the stakeholder session you're very active yep I was allowed to ask my questions I had my personal opinion mm-hmm. um, but at the end of the day you have to respect what their decision is
0: sure All right. so there you have it uh, you ran two years ago the, the climate was different then. I mean I, there were some questions and so forth I know other people that you're friends with ran as well and so many things changed just from last year and on a national scale and I heard, and I just want to be transparent, of course, that I did meet with the board president, Mr. Jason Wellington. Am I getting
1: Jason his? Harrington. Harrington.
0: I was saying well- Harrington and Wellington. It doesn't matter. Yeah, his it's... family clearly came off the Mayflower yes, with a name like that. <laughs> and not to suggest that he's like that type. No, no. no. Uh, but he's very nice gentleman. He's a president. Nice. Yes. And of course, Randy Richardson, a, a past president, if I'm not mistaken, still on the board these days. Is that so correct? So he
1: wasn't a past president. He was, oh, was on okay. the board. I'm not sure if he was president, but I definitely know he was on the board many, many years ago. Gotcha. So this is his second one. <laughs>
0: So during that discussion, that's when I learned that you know again, especially for something like a, a pivotal position like this, this this sets the standard for any given school district anywhere. I don't care if it's Brownville here, there, you know, Syracuse, uh, that you can't delve in or evaluate one's you know political allegiance or anything to do with their personal life. That they clearly went and, and by the book, so to speak, uh, is I, I guess that's the way of the that's the way it is, right, Millie?
1: Well. It is. And I think that everyone's entitled to their own political perspective and their own belief system. But one of the things that was raised and I did have a meeting with the president and the vice president. And I said, when you are in a position of leadership and you're coming into a town and people may want to agree that this is a conservative town or it's not. Right. I can tell you firsthand, it most definitely is conservative sure. because I'm from New York City, mm-hmm. which is the complete opposite. And yeah. When I came here, I was scared. I'm right. like, oh, my gosh.
0: Culture shock.
1: Culture shock in every aspect.
0: Midwest. <laughs> or stop! No, seriously. It's yeah. like you're, you're someplace in uh, you yeah, know, I Missouri. Was,
1: yeah, I was afraid to tell people that I was a registered Democrat because mm-hmm. I really didn't know what the climate was. And a lot of people don't even know that about me. Sure. But my ideas can be different. You know, mm-hmm. I'm not like your traditional Democrat. But anyway... You know, it was shocking. The Facebook postings were not a secret. They were dispersed among a lot of people.
0: A lot of people saw it. A
1: lot of people saw it. And I met with the president, the vice president. I said, you know, he can have his own political opinion, but you can't. Do that mm-hmm. on social media because you, what you're doing immediately on the onset without even arriving here is you're annihilating a huge section and a huge portion of our community. Mm-hmm. And nobody likes to be told, you know, I don't like your political party, I don't like your political stand. Sure. But when you're in, and, and the other thing too, and, and I'll, you know, it was really offensive to my husband. Because our children have been raised in a conservative home, Mm -hmm. and if you have a superintendent that is divulging that they're the opposite of that, then how do you think your kid's going to get a fair shake? Right, right. So they, the board president and the vice president were very, um, you know, listened, Mm -hmm. and they are going to have a conversation. Sure. Um, with the new superintendent, I don't think anything was intentional. You, we have to move forward, yeah, right. but we do need to, just recti- like the golf course, yeah. right? We have to rectify it. Right, exactly. Like it's not appropriate and right. maybe it was done with, it was, there was no malintention, right. but it needs to be addressed.
0: Well, I mean, is that the whole intent now? Like, Hey, we know your po- political allegiance. So we'll be, you know, making sure that we pay attention to things as far as, because it's a pivotal person because it's the one degree of difference for a generation or two. Right. How long was Fargo, a superintendent up here? We named the damn campus after him, yeah. After and he took a, a nice job for the, uh, for the firm that built it, yeah. which I think is strange. We always talk about that. But this is the one degree of difference Where this, you know, maybe not in six months, but a year or two, and as we delve in more, when the world is going in this direction, is this the the ideology that fits in perfectly with other things that concern people and make it easier for a conservative town like this?
1: So in defense of the school board, I can tell you that I know firsthand that during the administrative portion, I'm in the board interview with uh, Mr. Dr. Mm Schmeagel, they did address the atrocity of gay pride week mm-hmm. that was at case Middle school. And they did, you know, inform him of what transpired and what the fallout of that right. week was. Right. And he was made aware of that. And they felt that he was um, very um, compassionate to those beliefs. Mm. And he said that he would have never done anything like that. Mm. He did not support that viewpoint. He did not support that position. Right. And he actually agreed with our school board that that is not something that he would ever condone. Yeah. So that was refreshing. Mm-hmm. That was, you know, reinforcing sure. to the school board. Right. So I think that when all this social media stuff came out, I think they were surprised.
0: Sure. I know they were surprised. Yeah, Yeah, they were very surprised. But
1: at the same time, you know, people do things sometimes at a turn. It is being addressed. Mm -hmm. And I think that we need as to community stick together and try to support our new superintendent.
0: So I just want to go out on a limb as a talk show host, and, and not to speak on your behalf, but I'm sure you'll agree with this, other than how they uh, vilify uh, uh, Marjorie Taylor Greene from from Georgia whenever she opens her mouth, they automatically assume that she is anti-gay. Right. Uh, but she, in fact, all she's trying to say, like so many people like you and I, not to drag her into this conversation, but you know in recent days how she's been tortured by yeah. by the left, uh, is that you know this is not the place for children, for this type of correct, know, th- uh, right, it's the three R's. You know, we always learned that back in the days: uh, uh, reading, writing, and arithmetic, and other things, of course, the sciences, gym class, and so forth. Right, and yes, you could have sexual, uh, sex, cl- whichever, whatever they call it. Um, uh, 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 what are they called?
1: Sexual education. Sex
0: education. Yeah. And, and by the way, in Christ the King, they didn't even do that.
1: Well, but, you were in a Catholic school. I, sorry. I know. They, they, and they, and God, there's more people on drugs in my school probably yeah. than in your school. Uh, by the way, you
0: went to where again?
1: Newtown. And you high went to school Newtown. Elmhurst. Which,
0: which, which, Elmhurst. That was in two. Well, one town over. I was in Middle Village. Yeah, Elmhurst it was, was, was one town, town over. Gotcha. Yeah. And uh, so we're both from Queens, by the way. We've talked about this before. Yes. I, and yeah. So, but could you imagine this in in a Newtown back in the days when you were in junior high uh, a, a week no. long? Like No, but you know,
1: I've put a lot of thought into this, and I think you'll agree with me. When I was in high school, in junior high school, and we had sex ed, we learned about things that were endangering to the health. Mm -hmm. For example, we learned about STDs. We learned about using drugs or how you shouldn't use drugs. And I remember watching videos which is one of the reasons I've never done any of that stuff because it really scared me, and I still remember sitting there and going, oh, my gosh. Look
0: at the effects. Look
1: at the effects when right. they showed you know how people use psychedelic drugs right. and they use LSD and all this stuff.
0: Angel dust was big that, yeah, back Angel in the day. dust
1: was big. So we learned in sex ed and in those kind of classes things that would endanger your safety, mm-hmm. and we've moved away from that, and now we're trying. This is my personal yeah. opinion.
0: As a physician's assistant, uh, and a medical uh, person that you are. My
1: personal opinion I don't think a school has the right to teach your kid about sexual orientation. Uh, yeah, That's yeah. not, it has nothing to do with it being inclusive or diversity Right? Or, you know, those, those um, efforts are fine, right. but you're, 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 I think you're making the line of your, the teacher is a teacher and the parent is a parent. Exactly. There should be no crossover mm-hmm. between a teacher going into a parental and a parental um, education. Right. And, I don't even know that teachers want to do that, to be honest with you. But I think that when there's a curriculum Mm -hmm. that imposes those teachings, some of these teachers are getting stuck trying to teach stuff that they really don't want to be teaching.
0: Sure, Especially in a a conservative area that now might be leaning in an area that they're uncomfortable with. Yes. And I know for one, one, uh, several examples of that in our our own school system because they grew up just like you and I did. They're not accustomed to that. And I'll
1: share something else with you. When that whole thing with Gay Pride Week was happening, mm-hmm. I had a gay child come into my office with her mom, mm-hmm. and she said to me, I said, well, how do you feel about that? How, how do you feel about this whole thing that's going on? And she said, I don't like it. Mm-hmm. And I said, why? Mm-hmm. Which I found really interesting. Mm-hmm. And she said, because. We just want to be like everybody else. We don't need the light shown on us. Yeah, that's, yeah, I yeah. don't want the spotlight. Mm-hmm. Like, I feel like they're just making a big deal about us. And we just want to be normal. We just want to be like everybody else. Like every, yeah, which and they then, are, by the right. way. Yeah, yeah. And then, you know, do you have the argument? Do we have heterosexual day? Right, do right. we have, you know, Latin American day? Do mm-hmm. we have Mexican? I mean, there's so many things. We that have Cinco de Mayo,
0: but that's not yeah, well, <laughs> no, right. it. No, I get, I get it. But all of it is geared towards. Uh, we're walking away from you know, like you, we were talking about being prepared for like injury and so forth. You know, things to look for. You know, colds. But now we're moving towards away from science, away from health issues. To uh, what do you want to be when you're t- eight, nine, ten years old? Or you know, where are you now? And right. wh- how can we celebrate that within the hallways where we're supposed to be learning about? Like I said, about about the sciences and the math and the English things that are going to set forth a whole career, whether or not you're a police per- a policeman or if you're going to be uh, in the medical field, whichever it is but not for that and that is I guess speaking on your behalf is really what what made you feel uncomfortable about all of that amongst other people from Pride Week last year.
1: A lot of that made me feel extremely uncomfortable and also there's a lot of voices in town that just don't have it in them to speak out or to go to a board meeting and to say something. It's very difficult to speak out in public. Which
0: is why you're running for school board. Correct. Yes.
1: And? I have no children in the school district. Okay. Zero. Right. All my children are either in boarding school or in college or going to college. Right. I have no children in the school district. Um, Does I, that
0: matter? I mean, you had school children. Yeah, you had I, had, your I had my kids
1: at IHC, and then they transferred to Watertown, mm-hmm. and, that, and then they went to boarding school. Um, no, I, I think it matters only that I... I have no hidden agenda. No, like, know, I'm not, we know that, yes. I'm not doing this because, oh, it's going to be better for my kid. Mm-hmm. What I look at is my children's friends mm-hmm. and families and all the f- community that we grew up with. And I see, I really want our school district to be better and mm-hmm. to be the best that it can be. Mm-hmm. And I don't think we're there. I think we've let go of some of our traditional teachings. Right. Like, what's wrong with just Teaching what you're supposed to be teaching. Right, right. One of the criticisms that I had at the high school is that they've taken the traditional learning experience out of 11th grade. You right. don't have traditional English. They have like all these subjects because their premise is, well, if we teach, you know, crimes and monsters or something, mm-hmm. kids will be interested. I understand that. Right. And I don't think that's necessarily a bad idea, right. but that should be an elective in your senior year. But when you're being prepared for your English regents, mm-hmm. And you're not getting your traditional English class. Right. That's really bad.
0: Right. 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 Which explains why we see grammars tortured in recent years, too, I, I even can, at higher levels of education. It's awful.
1: I, my, my children who are smart. Yeah. Tell me all the time. I don't know how to write. Mm. I yeah. have a str- I have one of my girlfriend's uh, son got j- accepted to the Wharton School of Business. Mm. The most prestigious business school at U Penn, mm-hmm. and he said to me, "He's like, I'm nervous about going there because I feel like I don't know how to write."
0: In, interesting. Wow. And, and you feel like that has slacked off, if you will, in that it in that has era.
1: slacked off enormously.
0: What about uh, you know other things that prepare us for like pre med and all, all the things that you're supposed to do is in, in college, the sciences and so forth? Do you see any you know uh, any changes there in in recent years?
1: So one of the things that also that I'm going to fight to bring back like Case Middle School right now. Mm-hmm. They are um, they've eliminated the enriched classes. Mm -hmm. So at Case Middle School, which is seventh and eighth grade, Mm -hmm. that's when you're preparing those kids that are higher functioning overachievers to take advanced classes in high school. Mm. And so they've taken away the enriched classes because everyone needs to be equal now.
0: That's the equity clause. Yeah. I mean,
1: I'm sorry, not everyone's equal. Mm -hmm. And you know what? And I'll tell you this. So what if your kid doesn't want to be an A student? Maybe your kid is not an A student, but they can go to a vocational program and they'll excel. Right, BOCES has phenomenal vocational programs. Uh, without a doubt. And it's it doesn't have to be that way, but I feel like, I mean, look, you know, what happened in that high school i forget what state i think it was virginia right. where they didn't want to disperse the sat scores cuz they didn't want to make other kids feel bad
0: right yeah, right right they didn't That's hold ridiculous. up the me- yeah exactly like
1: one of the other things that bothers me is you know when you these kids that work hard mm-hmm. and they excel and they're overachievers right right they need they've worked for that right Another example, and I'm sure I'll get beat up over this, but that's okay because I got broad well, shoulders. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I was told that now during varsity games, every kid gets announced. You go to any school.
0: It's just the starters.
1: It's just the starters. You've earned Exactly, right. 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 So you don't want to make other kids feel bad. Well, what about when that kid does? What are you working towards then? Right. If you get announced, if you're a star, if you're not a starter, mm-hmm. and you want to be a starter, guess what you're going to do? You're going to work to get that exactly. And now they just want to make everything equal, Everyone and it's gets a trophy. Right,
0: right. Uh, and fascinating stuff, which is why it goes well beyond uh, uh, the things that we're talking about with the new superintendent. But I got to do a break at this point. Plus, do, are you, are you? You know, do you want to take phone calls when we get out of the break? I'm okay. You're okay with that. of course you are, because that's why. And and one one other question before we go to break, do you feel if you you've already made a difference when you know absolutely? You, another, no, I'm I'm talking about the this you know the new superintendent who now knows that wow there's this squeaky wheel and her name is Millie Millie Smith. <laughs> I better watch you know I better I better pay attention. Do you look at it
1: that way maybe? I don't. Well, I don't. No, he doesn't uh, know me. He'll get to know me.
0: Gotcha. All right, let's uh let's do this uh, a break right now. You're listening to the live at five show. Million and Smith and myself will be back right after this. Roof looking older than you are, finding more tiles in your lawn than grass. It's time to call Herring's contract. Get Herring's contracting to fix it or replace it altogether. Don't delay though. Call now to set up your free estimate. Call 782-9129. For Herring's contracting, the people who call you back. Uh welcome back, uh, Millie Smith, with us, uh, running for school board, talking about her reasons and her qualifications. Uh, you're not doing this financial for financial purposes, are you? You don't get paid for this. Full
1: disclosure, no money involved. <laughs> no money involved.
0: <laughs> uh, and typically, it's someone who's an outstanding citizen, just like a you know, just like a superintendent is, or principal or whatnot. But the whole process has changed. We got a phone call uh, last week two weeks ago of someone who who was a superintendent somewhere else and maybe in Sackett's this was years ago back in the 80s and he said really we we can have one superintendent do the whole county now again that was 40 years ago but have things gotten that complicated we we have so much upper management do we have too much upper management in our school systems as administrators
1: that that is one of the things on my platform that I would like to address I think that Historically, we've had a superintendent and one assistant superintendent. Mm-hmm. We currently have, well, we have an interim superintendent, but we have three assistant superintendents. Oh. The assistant superintendent for curriculum, the assistant superintendent for human resources, right. and assistant human, uh, assistant human uh, superintendent for finances. Right. And historically, that has been a business manager and a personnel director. I don't know... What was the background? I mean, obviously, I'm not privy to that information, but that is something that I would like to look into. Top-heavy administration is a problem all the way around in corporate America.
0: Yeah, it's it's like fast times. You're the the assistant, the assistant to the assistant to the superintendent, right? Uh, And but that said, that which we'll get in after this phone call, which is why you question why the budget is $10 million more this year than it was last year. But let's take this phone call first. Hi, you've been waiting on the uh, for the phone for the longest time. You're on the air. Let me do it again. Hi, ah, you're on the air.
2: Yeah, Glenn, uh, I wanted to ask Millie, I believe there were three finalists for that job as three superintendent.
0: Three finalists. Three finalists?
1: I'm sorry, I didn't hear the question. Were there three finalists? Yes, there were three finalists.
0: Yeah, were the
2: other two gentlemen even interviewed?
1: Three gentlemen were interviewed.
2: Why Why? were why they turned down? Any idea?
1: You mean the two that would turn down? Yes. Um, so one gentleman, uh, actually pulled out and I think that he was, he decided to pursue a job elsewhere okay. and the second gentleman, um, was not chosen. I think that the board decided that the chosen individual had, um, like I said, more of the qualities, um, that they were looking for. Hmm
2: i think the uh, the price is a little outrageous in my opinion One hundred ninety thousand, yep. it's a lot of money for a superintendent you know
1: it's yeah. the way
0: the world yeah. Yeah. a
2: disagreement on that right yeah. hiring price or not but i appreciate you
1: running anyways millie thank well, you thank i appreciate your support thank, thank you, you
0: Glenn. Uh, no thank you all right so you know we talked about the changes 40 50 years ago it was a different ball game you had one guy running the whole deal you had one you had one essentially school bus system you know, Bob Freeman's place. So things change over time. So yes. is, isn't that okay that things change? Aren't, aren't we aren't, aren't we a, a progressive enough country? You know, that, that word is misused these days, unfortunately. But is, isn't this a good thing that we're more, you know, equity is, is more in tune with, with America these days, no matter where you are, if it's Watertown or New York City, Millie?
1: I think change is good, but it has to be justifiable. It has to be fiscally responsible, and it has to really meet a void. Mm-hmm. Okay, so if there's a need for something, Change is great, but when you just have haphazard change and people changing titles and positions and you don't – and there's no clear-cut explanation as to why, I have a problem with that.
0: Yeah, which, again – Getting back to the high salaries, the the level of middle to upper management, the assistant to the assistant, and so forth, that all comes at a cost. We see in Los Angeles County or Orange County, wherever, and the the teachers union of uh, it, rather the teachers are out on the street. They're making twenty five to thirty dollars an hour in Los Angeles. So let's just imagine living in Queens or Brooklyn, Manhattan, yeah. especially yeah. at on that salary, you just couldn't do it. And yet they have the same hierarchy of upper management too. Um, $10 million difference in the budget from one year to the next. You were on NewsJunkie the other day. You were at the board meeting. What did they say? What was the justification with mo- that much more money?
1: So, you know, the structure of the board meetings when you have public comment. which, again, I would like to give kudos to the school board. That was one of my... Problems when I first started going to the board meetings, they don't allow people to speak. I was kicked out. Remember that? Yeah. They, what, did they actually they, kick you out? Well, they, they tried to kick me out. Right. They told me to leave, and right. I said, I'm not leaving.
0: Right, right. Remember um,
1: that. And then the whole board walked out on me. And so. Moving, what was this
0: like from Animal House? No, good. Yeah, sure.
1: Moving forward from that, the board has been very receptive to public comment, and they've actually established two sections of public comment. Right. The first section that is uh, uh, related to the any items that are agenda items mm-hmm. that are related to that, and then the second one, there's an opportunity to provide feedback. So when mm. the during those those sections, though, you get to talk to the board, but it's not conversation.
0: Right. You, right. They just
1: listen. Right. So yes, uh, to your answer, I was given the response I wanted, and I'm gonna explain why. Mm -hmm. When I pointed out that our school budget is going up just under $10 million, Mm -hmm. and our tax levy from last year, which was Mm 0.61%, went up to Mm 3.5%, with no clear cut justification, I said to the board, you need to scrutinize this and look at this, our transportation has gone up half a million, our employee benefits has gone up a million, our instructional cost has gone up significantly. What are we getting for this? Mm-hmm. There are still <clears throat> numerous positions since the recession that have not been filled. Mm-hmm. There might be various answers to that. The infrastructure of the of the school is not there. <clears throat> they The only thing that they're bonding for this year is a turf field, which costs $1.4 million. Wow. They're not even going to do... The surrounding athletic fields, which are a complete disaster.
0: Why, why do you say they? Just quickly, why are they a disaster?
1: You first of all, they're not even using some of those fields. Okay. It when it snows or it rains, it accumulates too much water gotcha. They become really muddy. Are they?
0: Are they beyond their? I mean, I don't know if they're all turf fields. Where after no, a certain it's time, no, one
1: turf to, field that right. is literally has patchwork done on it. Right. And girls have gotten hurt because you, when you fall on the turf, you're like literally banging on cement. Right. Right.
0: Right. right.
1: So. None of that's being done, hmm. but you're raising our budget by 10, almost 10 million. And right. you're ra- raising our tax levy by 3.5%.
0: So what is their explanation?
1: So the reason, the way I got my answer, they don't have an explanation yet. But, but on a good note, they decided as a board to unanimously table because they were gonna adopt mm-hmm. and vote to support the proposed budget. Right. So when I made my presentation as a result of that, they decided to table it and they actually scheduled on April seventeenth mm. they're gonna have a budget session and they're all gonna sit there and they're gonna ask the finance person and they're gonna go line by line mm. and try to decipher out the budget and figure out why is this budget this way.
0: Right, right, right. right. Because
1: prior to me making a big stink about it, right. it was just to I I mm-hmm. think it was just going to be accepted.
0: Right, right, right. This I, I, as I'm talking to you, and again, we talked earlier about how, despite the fact that you're not on the board, I think you've made more of an impact than what a board member can do. Because I'm just I, again, I know this is a volunteer type of thing. More board members are scrutinized. After speaking with Jason and whatnot, the national statistics are really frightening because a lot of people don't want to renew their you know their uh, their role as as a board member, and not as many people are running. Uh, so I wonder whether or not when you come up with, hey, it's an almost ten million dollar difference. Are the board members aware of that? Have they done their education? Have they done their homework like you have?
1: I don't know the answer to that. I would like to think think that they have. Course, yeah. But there's also, but there's also this premise, okay, and 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 I'm sure you're going to understand this. That if you have someone sitting doing the financing for, and you have a title of assistant superintendent of finance, right. you have to have some trust that. That person is doing what they're supposed to be doing, mm-hmm. and I'm not saying that that person is being disingenuous. Mm-hmm. But every everyone needs to be questioned, right. and he is coming up with a proposed budget, and it behooves the school board mm-hmm. to become educated, right? Ask the difficult questions without a doubt, and set the direction. Get an of appraisal. The school board. No, I kidding. Yeah, yeah, and and set the direction of the of the um budget, right? And so I don't believe I think if the board members had felt that they had really done their due diligence, they would not have voted to table it. I think I Mm, raised a lot of eyebrows. And at least in my eyes, they are conceding to that Mm -hmm. and they are going to do what they need to be doing. Do
0: you think the mindset is because of the COVID relief money that's been thrown out like candy? Is just like, wow. Well, what's another $10 million? It's such a flippant response. You know? Do you think it's that way?
1: It, it could be that way, but I can tell you this. I said this on Public Floor. It's on News Junkie, and I'll say it again. Right. I have yet to receive a satisfactory response as to where those $23 million went. I have scrutinized the budget. Right. I don't see the money. Right. And back in October, I had a meeting, and there was fourteen million, thirteen to fourteen million dollars left on the table that had not been allocated right. yet.
0: Right. Still, no, the turf field is still the this same turf, turf field. The turf
1: is the same. They, they did in back in twenty nineteen. They did approve a thirteen point one million. But that was
0: prior to what we didn't even know what COVID was.
1: It was approved, correct. Okay. And so now, you know, we had the build, building and grounds guy, Brian, who's a really nice person, give a little presentation as to where some of that money is going. Mm-hmm. But still, my whole argument was, in not argument, but my position is, we haven't been able to see any physical changes well, that are eye-opening. Right, right. We have been screaming about that turf field right. for years.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And the other point I brought out was about the streaming
0: Right, right. And let me just explain. During COVID, they were able to stream, if not all the games?
1: Or Every like it, single game. It could
0: be lacrosse, soccer, and everything. football. And then they stopped. Why did they stop?
1: Well, I was told, and again, this is firsthand information. I spoke to the audiovisual guy at Watertown, and he told me right. that the equipment that they had been using to stream the games mm-hmm. was being repurposed. At the school and being used by other departments and other events, and so they didn't have the equipment. So for they
0: it. so they took the outdoor equipment that was housed in outdoor, how, you know, things that are made for the elements, and they put them indoors.
1: I that's what I was told. What, during and the
0: I've, board members to get that crazy uh, w- w- wicked v- video shot of backs of people's heads. Is that what they're using them for for the board meeting uh, streaming? I, I
1: you know I raised this question. Um, there's been I think there's miscommunication going on. And so I have pressed the issue again this week. You know, the clock is ticking on these varsity games and we still, it it really is not acceptable. Right. And obviously this is a communication thing. Mm -hmm. I have brought it up. To The board members, they are aware of it mm. and they have promised that they're going to look into it and rectify it.
0: Can they move the scoreboard across from the main grandstand at Watertown High School? Whatever gene, whoever was the genius to put the scoreboard where it is, you know what I'm talking about? Yeah, when you have you break your neck looking at it anyway, <laughs> real genius. I know that was done years ago, but nonetheless, all right, you want to take another phone call? Sure, all right, so put your the, the, the SG specials on and let's uh, those are from uh, the yeah, hi, you're in the air, all
2: right. Uh, Mrs. Smith, thank you for being there. Thank
1: you. Um,
0: the lawyer guy. This
2: is your, yeah, the non lawyer yeah. guy. Right? Uh, I wanted to ask the, uh, two or three questions. Uh, how many students does Watertown uh, High School have total? Do you know?
1: The high school?
2: No, 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 I'm sorry. The, the whole district. The school district. What's the school district?
1: I believe it's over 3,500.
2: 3,500? 3, yes. Okay. And what's the total budget for, for every, instructional, every dollar? It goes for the school, instructional, non-instructional, uh, custodial, everything. What you know? What yeah,
1: I know exactly what you're talking about, um, and I literally just looked at that number, and I don't want to say the wrong thing, but I know what you're talking about. I can tell you this much: I can tell you that when our school district was um, awarded the twenty-three million dollars, that was a per pupil expense of sixty-six hundred dollars per pupil. Hmm. That's right. how much money we were giving per student. I want to say our cost, and I hope I don't get crucified, but I want to say that our cost from are- what I looked at was a little bit over 8000
0: Gotcha. Got right, Your next question?
2: No, but the, the question is, what's the total? Does anybody know what the total budget is?
1: For this year? Yeah. Yeah, ninety-two over $92 million. $92
2: million. Okay, $92 million. Okay. Yes. How many students are going gra- to graduate? I think... Um, when yep. uh, Mayor Smith was on uh, the hotline, uh, he said, that was, I, I heard, I, I, I may be wrong, there was only 167 graduated last year from high school. Yeah,
1: and, and, and that's another one of my platform's initiatives, uh, and that was one of the things I said at the board meeting, you know, all of this budget is incumbent upon educating our students and seeing outcome data. What is our outcome data? Our test scores, our state test scores, and our graduation rate. Our graduation rate is embarrassing. That is bad. It's below eighty well, hmm. percent.
2: It's uh, if you divide um, ninety-two million dollars yep. by thirty-five hundred, it comes about to about approximately twenty-six thousand two hundred eighty-five dollars
0: per, per student. student. Wow, that's a lot per of money. Fee. Yeah.
2: Now, about over fifty years ago, I think. Correct me if I'm wrong. Sure. But I, about nineteen sixty-six through seventy, there was five to five to six hundred uh, students graduated from
0: Watertown High School. Well, I'm sure. I mean, you know.
1: uh, I'm, our graduation has significantly dropped. We had someone who did looked at the data for the last five years in our graduation. You know, there was just a presentation that was done mm-hmm. to the board about our graduation rate. And it's embarrassing. Um, they did try to delve into some of the issues um, a lot of the issues that are driving our graduation rate uh, rate down is our social status issues, no support at home.
0: And, and in addition to that, just because I think this is what the gentleman getting at, the population, you know, the student body was bigger back in the day because that was still part of the baby boom generation. Yep. That was within that age group. And Watertown's population lost 10, 12,000 people since those days. So doesn't, true. it doesn't. It, it doesn't surprise me. No. Thank you, my. Fr- I have other callers, but I thank you for your for your questions, my friend. Thank you, Mrs. Matt. Thank you. Uh, I'll talk to you. you. Hi, you're on the uh, Live at Five show.
3: Hey, Glenn. Um, I have a question for Millie. Yeah. It's regarding this whole LGBTQ pride thing with the week there. Um, I guess what I I don't understand is, Millie, why can't you see that Watertown has been promoting this? Watertown City has been promoting this since 2019, all right? And now your husband Mm -hmm. honors the request of them every year to raise the flag but you're not okay with the school. I'm just confused why you're so outspoken about the children, but when it comes to the city, you know, it's okay that you, your husband raises her flag every year, which she should stop doing.
1: Yeah.
3: It just seems like-
0: He's as resilient it, as you
3: are. If it's not about kids, it's okay. I mean, is that your stance? Do you think it's okay, um, that lifestyle?
1: So, so Donnie, I, I'm um, last. I think you asked me this question last time I was here, and I didn't really want to answer, but I, I am going to render you a response. Um, I think that you are a very passionate person about your views on homosexuality, and you're absolutely entitled to that. And everyone has an opinion on homosexuality. I think the difference, and you may not agree with this, but this is my, this is my explanation to you: the difference between the mayor raising the LGTBQ flag on the day that they do and the LGTBQ promotion at the middle school level are not relative, okay? Uh, you're talking about two separate age groups, two separate communities. You're talk, When you're an adult, you're entitled to make your own decisions. When you're in a school, especially in the 7th and 8th grade you, st- we have parents have not given up their parental rights. Mm-hmm. It yeah, is right. not.
3: Can I say real That's a good quick?
0: point. Yeah, real quick, Donnie. I
3: would, dis- I would I would disagree because those students live in the city. Okay, it's more than just adults who live in the city. But I'm just saying it makes it kind of wishy washy. Nah. Doesn't really make any
0: sense. Uh, but I wish game.
3: you luck with getting it out of the school. Right.
0: Thank you, Donnie. Donnie, Donnie uh, uh, text me yeah. again. Uh, I forgot your phone number. Just text me. I, I don't know where your phone. You've changed your phones like. I don't know how many times. Uh, give me your text me your phone number, please. All right. All right. right talked Okay. All right. Because I need thank to thank you, Donnie, for a couple of things. Well, there you go. All right. So seven five five twelve forty. If you have a question, and uh, which is great. Well, first of all, thanks for coming in here, uh, and and talking about this. Uh, are we missing? I think we covered the bases. But I got to say this: as I was listening to you earlier, and again, don't take this in the wrong way, <laughs> because as you were speaking to Donnie, it's almost like the tone. And, and you, you are AOC, only the opposite side.
1: Don't even compare me to her. <laughs> and here's
0: the thing. Say what you want about AOC. She is a great communicator. She <laughs> happens to be on the side, which is, in my opinion, the, the easy way, because you just mm-hmm. say one thing and everyone jumps on the bandwagon. But she does speak very well. I'm, I'm impressed with her. Thank you. And I am impressed, and yourself, of course. I am also impressed with Marjorie Taylor Greene, but a lot of people, like you noted earlier, can't afford to say that, especially in the school a district a, you know t- to say anything about politics is tough that's why getting back to the you know the, the icons that we saw on the on the future superintendent who I believe is coming into town it's yes. not already this month yes <clears throat> um, you know that you know, wearing your 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 politics on your sleeve is something that you should really leave at the door as they say I I'm coming up with so many expressions here but I think what you set a standard as far as adults for for the for the flag waving in front of city hall as opposed to that same teachings in one way or another uh, for kids in the in their Age of pubescence, it's just not the place for that. that what, okay. So let's go to the phones. Let's see who's there. Hi. You're on the Live at Five show. Yeah. Uh, question for Millie. Um,
3: with the budgetary issues, thank you for looking into that and trying to uncover what the cause is. Might I suggest to you that sure. uh, one of the things you might want to announce to the public is, why is Watertown City School District funding the Flower Memorial Library?
1: Yes. So I'm sure. So obviously you're versed on the proposition that's been brought twice um, to the board and it's been turned down. And for those who don't know what the proposition is about, um, we have a gentleman that lives in the town of Pamilia who has proposed that the library tax from the school Uh, from the school board be eliminated. And the reason being it's plain and simple. And I don't think a lot of people really understand this concept. And I do, I do believe in this, Um, it that city taxpayers pay for the library in four different ways. So we support our library through our property taxes, our County taxes, New York state, and then the school taxes. But there is those three communities who are outside the city limits who are also supporting the library in three ways, hmm. and so this gentleman wanted to get on the school board. And, I'm sorry, wanted to be a library trustee, and he was told that because he lives outside of the city, inside the city hmm. of Watertown, hmm. he was not allowed to be named as a trustee.
0: Wow! Boy. So
1: then, that comes back to Harsh. the <laughs> com, you know, the concept that we've all learned in third and fourth grade. No taxation without representation. Mm. So you want my money in different ways to support your library, but yet I can't be a trustee. There's a lot of problems with that. I think there's no one in this town that would ever denote the worth of our school library, Mm -hmm. and everyone wants the best. But you have to be fair. Hmm. And, you know, we really need to scrutinize why people who live outside the city limits are not allowed to be named on the trustee, but yet you're taking their money.
0: Yeah. Yeah. So again, you you explained that prior to the show. I was unaware of the school tax and with relations to the uh, the trustee there, uh, but it's just one of many things that you are very versed on. And again, I'm in no way suggesting that a sitting board member knows as much as you. But I, I I I would challenge anyone to say you you probably know more than than anyone else. I try. Yeah. Well, you try. Well, obviously because you know, in running for well, which you are, you're running for two two seats. Is that correct?
1: Um. Yeah. How many two seats are seats. open? Just like two
0: years ago. Yeah. Is it always two seats? I don't know the process. Yes,
1: it usually is two seats. I, th- I think so. It happened last year. It happened two years ago. Now it's happening again.
0: Could you do more as a non-board member uh, than you could as a board member?
1: You know, that's a very interesting question. And I do feel that I have been heard and I have achieved a lot not sitting as a school board member. Right. Um, that's invigorated me to be on the school board. So the way I look at it is I'm running. Right. I lost once.
0: Right, right, right. By a lot, or what? A lot. What? What did they got? Randy Weingarten money thrown in at the last? No, thing the, the two incumbents, huh?
1: the two incumbents, were highly supported, My, and that made sense. Are they on the board me. now? Uh, one, they were one resigned recently, and right. the other one is Jason Harrington,
0: and he's leaving. And he's leaving. And he's le- and is he leaving because he's moving on with his family, or is is it tougher to? Be, uh, this is no yes. knock at Jason, but is it tougher to be a board member, a uh, board uh, on the board that is, and then on top of that, be the foreman, if you will, the board president?
1: It is a tough position to be in. Right. I think that uh, Jason has other things in his sure life. I, d- I don't yeah. think that we're going to see the end of him. Oh no! no I think he's not. probably going to pursue other leadership roles within the community sure. he's you know he's young guy he's smart right um he listens yeah yeah right and that, that that that's an asset d- that a d- lot of people don't have
0: and you and he listened to you because i think in the beginning and don't take this in the wrong way you know, you're you going to take this in the wrong way. <laughs> but you are kind of a bull in a china closet to some yes. degree. And I say that about someone else who's contesting about why her, her uh, uh, you know, why the police aren't looking into all this destructive behavior uh, with respects to rental units around here. Sometimes it's best to just tone, you know keep. But yes. I think I think you learned that. Yeah. And then you, you had a sit down meeting, if you will, uh, like I did, because the discussion of that was going on here and what people were saying, the power of this show and AM 1240 and that, of course, uh, uh, in in um, conjunction with News Junkie, is is very very. Le- but to add to that, your comments made at the board meetings, what you're saying right now, keeps us all aware of things that for for je- for decades nobody was paying attention to. Correct. So you're the. How do I put this? Um, well, I mean. I, I, you're trying to break the system is, I guess, the best way I'm saying I
1: am, because I really care about education. I think education is integral to developing great children. Of course. And I see the downfalls. And I'm not one to sit back. I could take the premise of I don't care. You know, my kids aren't there. And people say that to me. Like, why are you even doing this? Like, why do you care? Why is
0: Donald Trump running again? That's another question altogether. I
1: mean, but I think that, you know, people who really know Jeff and Millie Smith, they know that we're very civic minded. We're very involved with the community. Mm -hmm. And if I should give my husband kudos. The one thing he's taught me in the last 21 years that we've been married is always speak the facts.
0: Interesting. Yeah. Well, that sounds like somebody else.
1: <laughs> and that's <laughs> what I do. Course.
0: Yeah. Uh, and that's what you do. That's for sure. But I just, I, uh, I again, if you were to save, if you somehow or other said, listen, the board looked at the $10 million increase and you know what, Millie, whether they would give you credit or not, you're right. And uh, it, now it's, we scale back. All we're asking for is an additional $5 million. Where does that five million dollars go? Did that save the school district for a, a you know more 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 stuff down more turf field? What what happens there?
1: No, so I think the way you have to look at it is look at our fund balance, right? Okay. Which is another mystery. Like I have I've looked don't at everything. A I know what fund balance is. So a fund balance is basically your general fund balance is basically the school savings mm-hmm, account. Mm-hmm. How much money do we have? One of our board members asked, "Do we have a healthy fund balance compared to other schools?" And the finance uh, assistant superintendent said, "No, we don't. I don't." I, is I that, don't know.
0: Is that the reserve tank for extra gas when you need yes, it? Yes.
1: Yes. So for I don't day? know that if you're saying that, then we should be able to have those numbers. but. Right. If if the school board is going to quote listen to Millie Smith, right. then what you would do is you would eliminate the tax levy right. of three point five percent. Dip into your all they need to do is take six hundred thousand dollars out of the fund balance. I'm
0: going to be like Ben Shapiro, talk about world affairs and the imminent uh, World War Three, and say is if inflation is everywhere, you won't see it at Wichita Auto Sales because they're the inflation fighters. Go to Wichita Auto Sales, the use car leader, because they are once again the inflation fighters on out of Washington Street and online at Wichita Auto. Uh, uh, also, LA Quarry and Farge were owned and operated by the Thompson family, uh, and we love them to death. That's for sure. Sand and topsoil delivery three one five six. Was that thunder I just heard? Did I just hear something, or something happened? No. Uh, maybe it was me. Six five eight two zero zero four. Maybe they're blowing up things up there in Lafarge, where so I can hear them. They're great sponsors, and I forgot to include them earlier. So, Millie, uh, we got less than a minute left. Uh, Let wh- me finish my thought. And when the when is the uh, the uh, the voting uh, May something?
1: So May sixteenth yeah. is the voting. Right. Um, they have to have a public community meeting a week before that, where the public gets to come in, but usually, you know, public usually don't go. I mean, you get a few stragglers here and there, people that are concerned. Mm -hmm. I will definitely be there. But what I wanted to end by saying is, is that instead of increasing our tech, our tax levy to 3.5%. All they really need to do is take $600,000 out of the fund balance. Wow. And we don't need to be taxed more. We're not in the climate no, no, of increasing not. taxes.
0: Except, especially with all the monies that was coming from prior to all this stuff that you exactly. stated very, very, very well, mind you. Millie Smith, congratulations. The date again, May what? What? For the voting? 16th. May 16th. We'll tell more, more, talk more about that. For now, we got to get out of here. AM 1240, WE 10 Watertown makes this legal. Up next, CBS News. We'll see you tomorrow
2: news on the hour presented by indeed.com.
1: I'm Cammie McCormick and explanation.